Welcome back to the Vascular Forum podcast. My name is Medina Vega de Ceniga. And my name is Agla Cabellonica. This month's editor's choice is Volume Outcome Relationships in Elective Abdominal Aortic Aneurysm Surgery Analysis of the UK Hospital Episode Statistics Database for the Getting It Right First Time Program by William Gray and colleagues. The Getting It Right First Time Program, funded by the Department of Health in England, focuses on reducing unwarranted variation in patient outcomes within the National Health Service, the NHS. The Vascular Society of Great Britain and Ireland made a specific recommendation of 60 abdominal aortic aneurysm repairs per year for a given hospital, with a minimum of 10 procedures per year per surgeon, in the belief that better outcomes relate to higher annual volume. In the last 10 to 20 years, early mortality after elective AAA repair has dropped significantly, and contributing factors include AAA screening, earlier elective repair in fewer ruptures, and the increasing use of EVAR. Also, centralization of vascular surgical services into a hub-and-spoke model is underway in England on the basis of offering better availability and service for complex procedures. Now, does infrarenal elective AAA repair qualify as complex enough to be centralized? This is the context in which this paper is published. What was the exact aim of this study? The aim was to investigate the nature and extent of any volume outcome relationship in elective AAA surgery conducted in England over the last decade following the latest changes in practice, and to test the 60 procedures per year per trust or 10 procedures per surgeon per year recommendation. What was the design of the study? It was a retrospective observational analysis of administrative data. It used data from the UK Hospital Episode Statistics and Office for National Statistics databases. And what data did they extract? They selected all adult admissions for elective infrarenal AAA surgery, open and EVAR, from April 2011 to March 2019. They extracted the data for the NHS trust and surgeon undertaking the procedure, the surgical technique used, the year of admission, length of hospital and intensive care stay, deaths and readmissions. What were the endpoints? The primary outcome was 30-day post-discharge emergency hospital readmission likely to be related to a serious complication of the procedure. Secondary outcomes were all-cause mortality during the index stay or at 30 days from discharge, length of hospital stay, use of critical care during stay, and readmission for a further infrarenal AAA procedure within 90 days of discharge to include ruptures, emergency and day case admissions, and delayed non-urgent reinterventions. An additional analysis of subsequent infrarenal AAA procedures at two years was performed on the subset of the study cohort who had an index procedure before June 2017. Annual volume of open or even procedures were calculated for each trust and for each surgeon. And the covariates that the authors took into account? The covariates they included in the study were age, sex, hospital frailty risk score and year of admission. Each statistical model was adjusted for the potential confounders and year of surgery was included as a covariate to adjust for temporal trends. So how many procedures did this study include? The dataset identified 31,829 procedures, 8,867 open and 22,962 EVAR across 101 trusts, 95 performing open and 93 performing endovascular surgery. EVAR has become widespread in the last 20 years. What was the proportion of EVAR procedures in this study? 78 trusts conducted 40 or more procedures during the study period, 
with a proportion of EVA ranging from 5% to 100%, with a fourth of them performing more than 80% of the procedures as EVA. Only 9% of trusts conducted less than 50% of their procedures as EVAR. What were the outcomes of the EVAR and open repair patients? EVAR patients were older than open repair patients, but had similar frailty scores. Mean length of hospital and critical care stay were less than half for EVAR, 4.5 versus 10.7 days and half a day versus two days respectively. 30-day mortality was more than three times higher after open repair. 4.2% versus 1.2%. 30-day emergency readmission rates and 90-day and 2-year reoperation rates were higher after EVAR. 10.4% versus 8.2% for 30-day readmissions, 0.7% versus 0.1% for 90-day readmissions, and 2.2% versus 0.3% for 2-year readmissions. What about the volume-outcome relationship? Throughout the eight-year period of the study, there was increasing centralization of both open surgery and EVAR within larger volume trusts, with a significant reduction in the number of trusts performing less than 20 procedures per annum. Mortality rates tended to go down with time for both EVAR and open surgery, from about 1.5% to 1% for EVAR and from about 5% to 4% for open repair. For open surgery, lower trust annual volume was associated with higher 30-day mortality and higher 30-day emergency readmission rates, and lower surgeon annual volume was associated with higher 30-day mortality and longer length of hospital stay. For EVAR, lower surgeon annual volume was associated with not having an overnight stay in critical care, but similar mortality and early readmission rates. 90-day or 2-year readmission had no association with any of the volume measures. Several recent guidelines on the management of abdominal aortic aneurysm advocate for centralization, although the cutoff values vary. The ESVS guidelines suggest a minimum annual volume of 30 cases per year per center, and SVS guidelines recommend a minimum annual volume of 10 EVAR and 10 open procedures per center. The Vascular Society of Great Britain and Ireland is more strict and recommends a minimum of 60 procedures per year per trust, and each trust must be staffed by a minimum of six vascular surgeons and six vascular interventionalists, radiologists, or specifically trained vascular surgeons. Does this study support these recent recommendations? This study obtained clear relationship between patient outcomes, 30-day mortality and readmission rates, and hospital and surgeon volume for elective AAA open repair. This is not new. Lower mortality rates with higher surgical volume have been reported before in studies from different countries. Open AAA surgery is a more complex procedure than EVAR and requires greater skill and a longer learning curve, as well as wider surgical and anesthetic team and infrastructure, and is more sensitive to centralization. EVA, however, does not show a volume outcome association in this study for hard endpoints and thus would not be so amenable to centralization. 90-day and 2-year readmission for AAA reintervention were higher than for open repair, but unaffected by hospital or surgeon volume. What are the limitations of the study? This is a purely observational administrative data study, so there is no additional clinical information on the complexity of the aortic anatomy or the patient's comorbidity to be able to assess the indication of endo or open repair or local trust peculiarities in organization or quality of care. Also, the study chose the cutoff values of 60 procedures per annum per trust and 10 procedures per annum per surgeon because of the Vascular Society of Great Britain and Ireland's recommendation but this cutoff point is to some extent arbitrary. Different results might have been obtained with different cutoff points, 
so the results and conclusions are difficult to extrapolate to other settings and countries where healthcare management is different from the UK NHS. In any case, centralization of complex procedures, aneurysm repair among them, is a reality which impacts several collectives. First, patients, hopefully for the better, to try to guarantee better outcomes. But let's not forget that these patients and their families might have to travel far to obtain these treatments with all that entails. Second, vascular surgery departments, with changing staff requirements and growing or diminishing skills if performing more regularly or losing these complex procedures. Third, trainees, who will need exposure to these complex procedures, and this exposure must be guaranteed, in their same hospital or through structure rotations in other hospitals. And fourth, healthcare services, through provision of resources, infrastructure and expenses. Solid scientific data is adamant to base and guide policy changes of centralization. Indeed. Thank you, Melina. All the data is available open access in the full text paper published in the European Journal of Vascular and Endovascular Surgery, Year 2020, Volume 60, Issue 4, pages 509 to 517. We encourage you to read it. And don't miss out on all the other Vascular Forum Editor's Choice podcasts, available in SoundCloud, Spotify, and the Vascular Forum website. The next one will be coming up soon. Talk to you then. Have a nice day. Bye for now.